Welcome to the Permission to Play podcast. I'm your host, Carissa Lulu, your mindset mentor, fitness coach, professional potty mouth goofball, and gypsy soul currently based in California. If you've ever found yourself struggling with body image, emotional eating, lacking confidence, or maybe you're just needing some motivation, a new perspective, or just some inspiration to get that ass off the couch and in action, this is the place to be. Get ready to dive into the real shit, the deep, vulnerable conversation that most don't dare to step into, along with lots of health, nutrition, fitness tips and tools, lots of laughs at yours truly, and some pretty epic conversation with some super badass boss babe guests. No matter who you are or where you come from, this podcast will push you to grow and step into life powerfully. You'll be empowered to shift your mindset step into purposeful movement, and be inspired to finally give yourself permission to play. Hey, hey, friends. How we doing? Welcome back. Ah, So 2021 literally is about to be complete. If you're listening to this early or if you're listening a little later, we are now in 2022. And I thought it was would be so important to talk about reflection and vision setting. Um, you know, you hear the the rough, rough, raff, riff, raff, whatever you want to call it around New Year's resolutions. Some of us hate hearing it and are, are triggered by it, aka me as a coach. And then some of us really love setting, you know, New Year's resolutions, intentions, and goals for the new year. Um, and just to be clear, I've always loved setting goals. I literally set goals for my day, my week, my month, and especially for the new year. And I absolutely love reflecting on my past year, all my fun times, things I loved. Um, what we'll talk about soon is what I want to keep doing, what I want to stop doing, what I want to start doing. Um, so yeah, I love that. I would say I get triggered by like the hype of New Year's resolutions because of my knowledge that it just gets so hyped up and people don't really understand how to change behavior and habits and then they fall back on old patterns, they give up and then they just repeat cycles. So that's where I get triggered as a coach. I'm like, well, here we go. I'm like, do they know how to create change in their habits and behaviors and how can I help them? Are they looking for help, right? Because everyone can say, yeah, I'm going to set a New Year's resolution, but are we diving deeper into those habits and behaviors into which how we can change them or how we can implement new ones, how we can stop doing certain things, start doing certain things, etc. So yeah, happy new year to everyone. Um, I'm really excited. I also have a free journal that I created. Um, the link is in the show notes. You can click that and it's totally free. It's the 2021 reflection and 2022 vision journal. Um, and it's like 12 pages long, I think. And no pressure. Don't, I hope that doesn't like intimidate you. Like I don't want to journal for a freaking essays worth of pages you can literally be brief or you can fill out all your heart's desires and reflections you know that's your choice how you want to play with it um but yeah i'll talk more about that as we go along this episode so i really wanted to just talk about like why we may not fulfill our goals or meet our goals there's many reasons one reason in which i can share for myself why i've maybe not completed a goal or followed through with something i said i really wanted to do like we can have the intentions right if we sit there and give ourselves the time and space to reflect 
you know, in our past year and really set a vision for the new year or whatever goal. Maybe it's the gym, maybe it's eating more nutrient-dense foods, right? Eliminating soda, whatever your goal is or improving your relationship with your romantic partner or your family, all kinds of goals, right? Um, what I found for me is if I didn't follow through with a goal or I quote unquote failed or never started or didn't continue was that usually for me it was perfectionism. Like say simply my goal was to go to the gym five days a week, right? That was my goal. I just said I wanted to do that. I got a gym membership and that was my goal. That's it. Okay. If I say I'm going to do it, I got the membership. I'm going to do it, right? Well, how about that perfectionism brain that like say I missed, I said I was going to go to the gym at Tuesdays at you know, to, on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and that's one of my five days and I don't go on Tuesday. And if I'm a perfectionist or I'm, if I'm in that mindset, I beat myself up for not going. I said, I'm gonna set this New Year's resolution. Here I am two weeks in, I'm already failing. I said I was gonna go at 5 p.m. on Tuesday, but I have this work to complete and I can't go or maybe I don't feel like it, I'm really sore, I'm tired, I'm sick, whatever the reason is for not going to the gym that day when you said you would, right? Instead of you know, missing it one day in two days and then just totally shaming and guilting yourself for missing those days and just not going anymore after that. That's like where we just ultimately fail, right? Or we can have a revelation and realize, hey, I'm being really hard on myself. Like, is it realistic for me to go perfectly five days a week forever? Likely not. Where's my, where can I stretch this a little bit? Where can I give myself permission to be like, hey, I'm going three days this week, right? I missed two days. I'm just going to hop back on it next week. Or, you know, like I would invite you to not push it too far in the future, right? Like maybe go the next day, right? But just really watch out for those thoughts that are really of like the perfection mindset, like all or nothing type of thinking. And I definitely have grown through and I'm and still am in the process of growing through those types of thoughts in regard to things need to be perfect before I start or continue, etc. Um, and then also literally smart goals. I don't know if any of you have heard of these before, but it's specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Like, is five days a week going to the gym actually attainable? Like, is that actually realistic for me? Like, is it realistic for me to set a goal of morning routine at 5 a.m. every single day when I work late Tuesdays and Thursdays? Or, you know, like, is that too much? Is it too much for me to set a goal of I'm gonna run five miles six days a week? Like, what's realistic? What's actually attainable? And then, you know, be specific. Like, I'm gonna go at 5 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, right? make it timely. I'm going to go for at least an hour. If I go a little less, that's okay. I have room there. Maybe it's 40 minutes one day or 30. Or if I go a little more, maybe I'm in my groove, loving the gym that day and I go for two hours or an hour and a half. But at least I have this this goal in mind that's specific and timely of like 60 minutes or 30 minutes of movement, whatever. So the point is, team, is watch out for those thoughts that want to create this perfect idea that you have to be perfect. And then if you're not perfect, you're imperfect. So you might as well stop and fail, you know, and be done with it. No, watch those thoughts. You can always pick it right back up, right? Yesterday is as gone as ancient Rome. So you have the now and the now and the next now moment to make a new choice. And I hope that's to continue whatever goal it is that you're after, right? And then also, you know, be clear and specific. Sure, you wanna go to the gym five days a week is your new goal, you got the membership, awesome, okay, but let's set some smart goals around that. And you know, also with some, like I said, stretch, give yourself some room 
to say, hey, I said I'm gonna go Tuesdays and Thursdays at 5 p.m. every week, but today we're not going at that time. We're gonna go at eight, hopefully not too late working out, but hey, you gotta do what you gotta do for you, right? We're all different, we all have different schedules, life's demands, so really consider, reflect on like what hasn't worked in the past for you, and then you know create new goals around that. Um, and also, I think that a lot of folks generally just create goals on weight loss or fitness or health, right? But I wanna remind us that there's like a life wheel. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but there's like so many different pieces of our lives that we get to really reflect on um, and consider that they all influence. Like if we're financially stressed or we're stressed with family or maybe our romantic relationship is, is challenging or whatever, or maybe not even challenging their negative experiences or circumstances, maybe it's positive or you're just giving a lot of time to those areas, maybe that's affecting your gym session. Maybe if we're stressed out, we decide to not go to the gym because we're being triggered to you know, watch Netflix and chill instead because we're just stressed and we want to just... I don't know, that's our go-to route. My point is, is that there's multiple areas in our lives that benefit our health, wellness, mind and body, and it's not just the gym, okay? Gym and movement fitness, I mean, is movement is medicine, so that's a great goal, of course, but I wanna remind us, if we're gonna do some journaling, reflection, and goal setting, that there's your home environment, right? What kind of goals, what do you wanna start doing, stop doing, and keep doing? in regard to your home environment. Maybe it's messy. Maybe it gives me peace of mind to fold my laundry even if I feel tired and get that out of the way rather than leave it there for one day, two days, three days, and then I'm overwhelmed and annoyed with just that laundry. And then that affects my eating and it affects if I go to the gym or not. Team, believe me, all these different areas affect our actions throughout the day. Thoughts trigger your feelings, therefore trigger your actions and your result in life. Okay, so let's acknowledge these things. So we have home environment, there's family relationships, relationships with friends, like social, right? Any romantic relationships, health and wellness, fitness. There's personal growth, right? Personal growth and development, with which y'all know I am absolutely obsessed with. Uh, there's play, rest, spirituality, finances, business and work travel and then i love i was just at one of my best friend laura's house this morning we were reflecting together uh, a lot of a, like how can we not fail again this year you know and have some compassion for ourselves and like what are our limiting beliefs that are stopping us from not meeting certain goals i love those conversations but she has sustainability as um, a category for herself because she's passionate about the planet and um, you know living a sustainable life and making choices to reduce plastics and wasteful products and yeah, I absolutely love having that as a category because I am also very passionate about making choices in my day-to-day -day life that make a positive influence on the planet because it's obvious to all of us <laughs> that we are not taking care of Mother Earth. And um, last thing I'll say on that is that I invite you to really consider our planet, consider our environment, nature, and make choices that will ultimately impact. I think a lot of people um, think, oh, well, it's just me out of billions of people on the planet, I'm not gonna make a difference. Uh, team, that is not the way to think. Uh, that's just my opinion and suggestion. I invite you to, you know, think thoughts. I mean, if that is you, that, you know, you do make an impact. Your actions do influence yourself, the world, and the people around you, okay? So anyhow, that's an extra one I added today on my list of uh, things and topics I liked, of 
in regard to my life that I like to set goals for and reflect on. Um, one thing I also did in my own personal journal is I like wrote a month, you know, 2021 and I wrote the month and I kind of put my highlights and then I did, you know, January, then I did February and, and I, it's very brief. It wasn't jur- all out thought out journaling. I kind of just put my highlights or maybe if it was challenges or accomplishments and I kind of wrote those out. Um, but definitely the journal that I created for you will help you move through all these things without even have to worry about thinking of categories and such. But I think this podcast is really, my intention is to build awareness of all the different areas of your life that affect one another in which the ones I just shared, right? I even said life will. And then just how important reflecting and vision setting or goal setting is like so important daily, weekly, monthly, and especially for your new year. Um, So yeah. And then what else did I want? I also wanted to share with you, you know, like I was thinking deeply for myself on why I didn't meet particular goals or why do I struggle in particular areas. And I was talking with my friend about this and, um, it really boiled down to the stuff I coach anyway. So one thing for me is like if I miss my, my morning routine is very important for me. And as of lately, I've really been missing it. And I know exactly why it's because I didn't get up early enough or I didn't go to bed early enough. It's the same because I really value sleep. I must get eight hours for my mental and physical health, right? For my brain and my spirit. Um, I hope y'all are sleeping too. If not, make that a freaking New Year's resolution, please. That's number one. Always. We must sleep. Um, If not, the brain's going to deteriorate and you're going to feel like shit. Ain't got time to feel like shit and deteriorate your brain, etc. Also, let me throw in there that if you want to get strong, build muscle, get healthy. Our muscle builds while we're sleeping, by the way. You're not building your muscle while you're in the gym lifting the weights. You're actually tearing those fibers, muscle fibers apart. Micro tears, by the way. And then when you're sleeping and resting, they're building even bigger. That's how muscles grow. But that's during your sleep. And if you're not sleeping, you're not giving your body and your mind the time to regenerate and grow, right? And cleanse and build, etc. So anyway, back to my my goals that I was just not fulfilling in the last few months was my morning routine. I was like, girl, you got to walk the walk now. And it was because I was snoozing over and over again. And I've had challenges with this my whole life. So what I do for myself, because say my goal is to meditate, to stretch more, to uh, read more, all these things are in my evening and in my morning. And I decided, I'm like, I'm not even going to set those goals again. My number one goal for this new year is attacking my one alarm wake up right? And my prioritizing, my unplugging at night and getting good rest right on time so that I do get up on time. Now for me, it's the snooze. So I looked into situation is 7 a.m. alarm goes off or whatever time. No opinion about it. That's just the fact. That's the the circumstance is 7 7 a.m. alarm goes off. My belief, which a belief is just a thought you've repeated over and over, you know, maybe your whole life or maybe as of late, but My belief is, what did I write down? Let me flip my page. My belief is I can't ever get up. I never get up and I always fail, right? Or I believe that I should be able to get up and feel energized right away. When in fact, that's not the reality, right? So my next thought after my belief is I can't get up. I'm so tired. 
I'm just going to be late again. I want to snooze, right? Stay comfortable in my bed because I correlate so much pain to getting up out of my bed and so much pleasure and comfort and safety and survival to staying warm in my bed, especially in the wintertime. Okay, so all these thoughts come after my belief that I just can't get up and that I'm supposed to like jump out of bed and feel energized, but I don't. I'm exhausted and I'm sleepy, you know, when the alarm goes off. So I have these thoughts. And then, of course, what are my feelings? Well, hopeless, defeated, exhausted, comfortable in my bed. And the choice is obviously to stay in bed and go snooze and go back to sleep some more. And my outcome is I wake up, I rush right and then i beat myself up for it so there's actually tangible results and emotional results coming all from that belief that like i should be able to pop out of bed and it should feel pleasurable or like i should be this energizer bunny that's you know this perfect you know it feels great to get up no that's not reality like nobody wants to get out of their bed for real unless like their bed sucks and i don't know i'm not gonna go there but you get my drift right God, I say that all the time. You catch my drift. I'm trying to find new words, but it's just who I am. Let it go, sis. Um, so yeah, it's repeating cycle. Just like I talk about yo-yo dieting, just like I talk about the negative body image, just like, you know, beating yourself, whatever the negative cycle is that we find ourselves in, it's usually our beliefs and thoughts about it because it always influences the feelings and the results and actions. So now, now that I'm very aware of how my brain believes that, you know, like I should feel good when I get out of bed to one alarm right away or, you know, that I won't be sleepy when I get up, right? So now my new belief is, set, or my new situation, 7 a.m. alarm goes off. My new belief is being tired is a part of waking up, like being real with myself. Like there's no perfect like morning that my brain has created this idea of like, no, being tired is a part of waking up. So then my thought, next thought is real too. Like, okay, I'm tired and that's okay. That is more likely to get me out of bed and ha have me feeling like, okay, I can get out of bed because I know I'm tired. That's okay. Being tired is a part of waking up. Okay, so I guess I'll get up even though I'm tired. So my choice, my action is I get the hell up, right? Hopefully. Okay, and the outcome is more time for my morning routine in the morning, not rushing to work, and I actually feel empowered, right? Do you see how our beliefs and our thoughts directly influence every single action that we take in our exact results in life, financially, in our relationships with humans, with ourselves, right? Our personal relationships with ourselves, self-care, self-love, morning routine, going to the gym or not. It is our thoughts and beliefs about all those things. Right, so when we, if something's not working, if we're not getting the desired result we want in life, okay, well let's, what are our thoughts about it? What are our beliefs? Remember, you know, I, I would say go back to my previous episodes if you haven't been listening to, you know, most of my episodes, especially the first two and three. I think I'm going to create, recreate those for this next year, you know, in my current self, evolved self, but really teaching the mind again. Um, but in this new voice, right, a year later, um, just reminded you all that, you know, our subconscious programming, our thoughts and beliefs start, I mean, it gets programmed from ages zero to seven, right? <laughs> and I have been snoozing and correlating so much pain to getting out of bed and so much pleasure and safety and comfort to staying in my bed since I was a baby. 
I have stories on that. Like literally my family used to not even want to mess with me or my grandma and she would literally get me dressed as a child while I was still in bed, <laughs> you know? So I had that influence and then I, by my mother, I was never taught to be on time. We were late to everything. You know, I'm not blaming them, just be clear. I'm not blaming them, but that was also my influence. And then I also programmed my belief of like, you know, getting out of bed sucks, it's miserable. And then I've survived being late and rushing around. Like, uh-uh. I'm cutting that, nipping it right in the butt right now, okay? So anyway, that's that, team. I talk about our beliefs and thoughts, feelings, influencing our results in life, right? Our actions and results, and it's the same thing here. Uh, so I really invite you to remember those categories that I, I shared with you that are a part of all of our lives and remember that they influence one another and remember how important reflecting you know, and even if you quote unquote failed, turn that failure into a revelation and you can't turn any failures into revelations and learning opportunities unless you reflect on them. You know, like if I lost my job, let's say, and I just beat myself up and only shame and guilt myself about failing and losing my job, maybe getting fired, whatever. How can I learn from that? Right? If I reflect on it and give myself some self-compassion, I can look into that experience from my past and reflect and turn it into a revelation. Well, was there something I had done? Maybe that work environment wasn't for me and hell yeah, thank God I got let go. Or, you know, like, okay, I'm human. I give myself some compassion. I forgive myself. Where can I improve? How can I get better, right? Reflection is so important. That's kind of an intense example, but we can reflect literally on everything. All those uh, areas and pillars I shared of our life, right? And of course, visualization just to remind you all that your brain cannot tell the difference this is science team your brain cannot tell the difference between what is imagined in the mind and what is actually happening happening in real life so visualize that shit and just so you know whenever we set goals we're usually always looking for a feeling if we want a new house we're looking for what we, we desire the feeling a new house will give us. If we want to uh, lose body weight because of we don't like the way our body looks or how our clothes feel, okay, you want to lose weight because you want a feeling. Maybe you want more confidence. Maybe you want more self-love. Maybe you want to feel comfortable in your clothes. Well, technically, you can buy new bigger clothes that are comfortable and you can just love yourself still in the body you're in. My point is, is all of our goals are chasing some type of feeling some type of positive feeling. And you can create that right now in the moment. Now, I'm not saying don't grow, evolve, and take care of yourself and your body. <laughs> you all know this whole podcast is about setting goals and like New Year's resolutions, you know, but be very clear on the things and goals that you want. We want them because we want to feel a certain way and we can create those feelings by choosing our thoughts that do create those types of feelings. You want to feel love? Well, you choose those thoughts that create love because your thoughts directly influence the way you feel, right? Our perceptions, our perspectives of life, our opinions, our beliefs, those all trigger the next feeling we have about whatever circumstance. So do not forget that. So anyway, I'm going to wrap this up. I hope you got something from this podcast. I hope that you really create some time, even if the new year, you know, January 1st pass by and you listen to this later or you get a hold of my journal later like you can still reflect even if it's freaking January 31st you can still reflect on last year you can reflect on last year anytime you want and set new goals for this new year anytime you want so don't make a 
perfect rule, being a perfectionist, saying you should have done your New Year's journal or reflecting and shit before the New Year's or like the week of New Year's. No, do it when you decide to do it, hopefully soon and when you hear this. Um, So yeah, I invite you to click that link in the show notes and download that journal I created for you. I want you to know that it is uh, sectioned by mindset, movement, and play. What the first half of the entire journal is all reflection from your last year. The second half of the entire journal is all on vision, goal setting. And then they're categorized um, different questions and prompts for your journaling in regard to your mindset around body, food, right? Maybe finances, job, and then it's movement or right, which is fitness, nutrition for me, and then play like travel etc. So just so you have an idea of what's in there, but you'll know exactly what's in there when you click on that link, put your email in and download that PDF. And then again, like you can just use the digital version, save some paper and ink and use your personal journal, or you can print that bad boy out and write directly on it. Your choice. I just suggest again, make some time and space for it. Okay. I love you all so much. I hope you enjoy the journal that I created for you. I'm here for you on the gram and yeah, have a happy, happy, beautiful new year. And remember happiness you create with your thoughts. So you can have whatever emotion you, if you desire for this new year and remember it's going to be those thoughts that create those feelings and you can totally take control, have some powerful management of that mind of yours this new year. Love you all. Take care. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope this episode motivated you to shift into a boss babe mindset, to move that body and to get out there and just show up powerfully. If Permission to Play podcast inspires you in any way, please share with the gals that you know will benefit from tuning in. Know that leaving a five-star review will help this podcast reach and impact more women who need to hear it. I'd absolutely love to hear your feedback and content requests in the comments. Just make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never, ever miss an episode. You all can find me on the gram with the handle at Carissa Lulu. And girl, do not be shy. Hit me in that DM. I get so excited to connect in real life. Just thanks again for for tuning in. I'm so stoked that you're here. Now get out there, girl, and go give yourself permission to play.